Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. He had a pretty good reputation on the work that he's done. So finally, when I decided to get my car all restored, when I what wanted... What kind of car was this? It's a 77 Corvette. Okay. A lot of memories. This is the plaintiff, Thomas Faraci. He says he hired the defendant to do an airbrush mural on his 1977 white Corvette. The mural was supposed to be an angel on a white horse with beautiful background scenery and gold leaf saying, Holy Ghost. The defendant took it upon himself to do what he liked. The mural had all these mistakes in it. Now he has to look at it every day. Bottom line, he wasted his money. It's going to cost him big time to fix it. And he's suing for the state max of $5,000. This is the defendant, Gary Kupfer. He says he has one of the best reputations in the country when it comes to custom paint jobs on cars. He says the plaintiff is a nitpicker about every little thing, and he redid this car numerous times trying to make him happy. Finally, the plaintiff liked the artwork, told him he wanted to get cards made up due to all the compliments he was getting on the car, and he thought he had a satisfied customer. Then, a month later, he gets sued in court? This guy's wasting his time, and his time is valuable. He's accused of not getting it right. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $1 for harassment. All parties, please get your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Thomas Faraci? Yes. You are suing Gary Kupfer, doing business as Gary the Local Brush. Um, for $5,000, you say your damages actually exceeds that based on a mural you had him, mural be the right word, an art you had him paint airbrush onto your Corvette, which you are unhappy with the quality of that art. Okay, talk to me and tell me what happened here. Well, Your Honor, uh, I heard of Gary through the years on Long Island that he had a pretty good reputation on the work that he's done. So finally, when I decided to get my car all restored, when I what wanted- What kind of car was this? It's a 77 Corvette. Okay, a lot of memories. <laughs> All right, 77 Corvette. All right, um, so you decided to get it restored, and? Well, after it was restored, I needed to get the final work done, which was airbrush and some lettering on it. And then a friend of mine mentioned Gary, so I said, you know what, let me give him a try. Well, you wanted art on the hood. It's a mural. Right, the, and what was the subject of the art? Actually, it's this picture right here. Okay. It's in Revelations 1911 in the Bible. It's a rider on a white horse. Okay, and was this something that you possessed? I had that for over 40 years. All right, so you showed that to him. Yes. Well, that was the one 
one thing I showed him. This is what I left with him, because this here gives you better detail on it, because the, actually the yellow on the, on the gloss turned yellow. So it gives you better detail. So I left this with him for about eight months, so he can look at it, examine it, and figure out what he, how he's going to do. The only change I had was to put the sword in his hand. Okay. That was the, the only thing I requested. Doesn't that kind of change the whole meaning of the painting? Uh, it gives it a little different meaning. Okay. He has the sword now, and uh, he's not tied down. Without the sword, the sword could actually uh, cut him free. Wasn't that picture kind of supplicating and powerless, and now all of a sudden, now if you have the sword? Now he's got the power, yeah. exactly. That was okay. the purpose of it. Okay, so now my question to you is, you leave that with him, and it takes, why does it take so long? When I booked him in, because I only do one job at a time, um, I was already running late, and because I was running late. So how long did you have his car to do the art? Well, I had his car for about a week to do just the gold leaf lettering. Oh, where's the gold leaf lettering? That's on the sides of the car. I have pictures of that. Okay. And um, then I gave him back the car. I only kept the hood in my shop. Ah. So he was already going to shows without the hood. With no hood? With no hood. So Why would you, anybody go to a show with no hood? Well, you show the motor, you show the rest of the car. A lot of hot rodders don't have hoods on their cars either. At all? At all, right. What are they doing at rains? They don't use the car in the rain. <laughs> Can I see the pictures? Oh, so the how long does it take you to produce what you're about to show me? The hood took probably about a good two months worth of work. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I can't imagine. Okay, so go uh, on. Anyway, Tom gave me that painting. And when I first looked at it, it was very faded. I went online and I found the original painting, which has got a lot of depth, a lot of color, and it's dark. And um, that's what I worked off of. Now, Tom came in, and he kept on saying, can you make this lighter? Can you make this lighter? Can you change this? Do you have what you worked off of? I have everything. No, can I see it? Sure. And did you show it to him, and did he say that was okay, or? He, was he came in the shop all the time while I was working. I don't hide from anybody. So My whatever he didn't like, he'd tell you, fix this, fix that. And constantly, change this, change that. Mm -hmm. I'd have some of it painted, and he'd say, change it, make it lighter, make it darker. When it came to the sword, he Does wanted... Does the price change as people keep with... No? no okay. I didn't change How anything. much were you charging him to do this? Um, I think this was $1,800 or $1,700 off the top of my head to do this artwork. On the hood? On the hood. Um, according to you, it was $1,700 to do the artwork on the hood and $1,800 to do the gold leafing on the sides? Yes, yeah, sure. Does yeah. that sound right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so go ahead. So I finished the job. And after I finished it, um, myself... Uh, a worker that I have, and Tom, we bolted it on his car, and he drove away. Was he happy? He was happy. Not only was he happy, I got text from him, which I have also, stating that he's at car shows, everybody loves it, they're all photographing it, um, he needs more business cards, and everything was good until one day I get a text that says he wants a commission for advertising for me. Oh, okay. Well, first give me the pictures, because I'm dying to see this, <laughs> this car. Is the car here? Yes. The car's here? You drove it here? Yes. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> okay, here's some pictures here. Here's a picture of the original. This is what you worked off of? Yeah, except I blew it up full size to work actual size. You know. you, in your studio, in you mean? Yeah. Oh, wow. Aren't there any copyright issues here? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's do this. I'd like to go outside, and um, I'm going to take you folks with me, and I'd like to take a look at the car. 
so that we can find out what you feel is wrong with it and why you feel, felt you had it. You, apparently, you ended up redoing it with another artist. And so I'm going to need you to show me the things you changed. Let's go outside. Okay. All righty. I'm with you. Uh, watch how carefully I walk <laughs> the steps. I'm staying very close. Very All close. Right. Okay. So I'm sorry about the construction going on next door, but I really felt like I needed to see this for a variety of reasons. Um, this has been, this is your work, but it has been altered by a different artist, correct? Correct. Okay. What is it that has been altered? The whole thing. Why Everything. did you feel the need to alter it? When I first came to Gary, I asked him, I told him I have a white car. I want pastel-like colors on the car to blend in. That to me, it, it just, it was more conservative. It didn't stand out like a Walt Disney picture with Technicolor. I didn't want dark colors. Light colors, I said if I had a black car, the dark colors would look okay. But I got a white car, I didn't want it to stand out and hit you in the face. I wanted it to blend in with the white car. That was my main purpose. So everything, and the horse was blue, now it's white. These trees but right what, here. But you, uh, he's described a situation where you're at the shop like the whole time it's working out. And then at some point, you pay the guy and you're happy and you leave. You don't tell him to keep changing it. Your Honor, I was only there a few times. He made, and first, Right, but did you pay him? I paid him because I, I put the hood on the car. I gave him his money, yes. Right, but why did you pay him if the art wasn't what you wanted it because to be? Because I was happy that it, he did a beautiful job on the artwork. But the colors and the five mistakes. Did you ever say that in the text? Well, I didn't. I didn't notice until I got the hood on. And when I did text him, he didn't. Ha I didn't get the hood back. I only, he only did the gold. The gold leaf. I was driving around at shows without the hood, and I said they loved the holy. Go That's what I was talking about. Just what he did on the back. So, according to you, you never text him to say how much everybody loves this. Not real. Not the hood. Then What's the happening with the gold lettering? That's been flaking off. That's his I gold left, lettering? Since I left. Has anybody done anything to that gold lettering? He hasn't touched it yet. And the harness Hold here... Hold stop a moment. Why is that gold lettering falling off? I got it. Um, he, Tom had somebody uh, put that vinyl lettering that says One Nation Under God um, on top of that. And if you're going to put some kind of a mask or anything sticky on top of it, you could pull off the gold. But and why would that person have touched your gold if they were just doing this underneath? Exactly. Why would they touch your gold? Well, and where, where else do we have gold? Let's walk around. Over on this side. Like nobody's adding anything there and your gold leaf is falling off of here. Um, I don't know if that's falling off. That actually looks like it's being scraped. Falling off, leaf doesn't come off that way. Uh, paint doesn't come off that way. Well, how would leaf or paint come off? You it, think that this looks like it's deliberately somebody, damaged? Yeah, yeah, I do. That would be pretty ungodly, huh? Somebody did it. Is there anything else anybody wants me to see that's on the car? This is the bad side. It's the clear is flaking off and the gold leaf. The clear is flaking off. You can see the clear here all flaking off. And how the is this leaf. the bad side versus the other one? Uh, this is just happening on this side more. I got yeah, a couple of little issues on that well, side. Well, no, over there, there's some real big issues, and it does oh, look like... Oh, the front like, one. Yes, the front right. Right. But it does look like somebody scratched that off rather than these. Did you scratch those off? No, I didn't. Did somebody else trying to see how... Yes, how how much it's sticking to so it. So somebody, have, have somebody did do that. All right, because it does look like piece. that. Okay, let's go inside. 
Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Uh, what do you think about painting murals on the hood of a car? Bad idea. Why? Uh, murals don't go on the hood of cars. Well, traditionally they don't, but, yeah, you know, things change. Depends on who's watching. I mean, uh, it, but mostly a bad idea. Is it? Is that true? Yeah, I think so. I gotta go to a woman. Yeah, it's a really bad idea. I wouldn't do it. Why? Uh, it's just like defacing property, I think. Wait, but if it's your property, you're not defacing. Well, that's true. Okay, going inside the courtroom. So if I understand what you're you're saying, you really didn't like the neon nature of the colors in this. The blues and the yellows were just too flashy, and you wanted it to be more like. Where does this picture come from? That was like the original picture that Tom gave me. Oh, that doesn't look. That's the, the actual poster that he brought. Yeah, the poster. Pull out the poster for me and open it up for me. Thank you. Okay, and that has much more pastelly kind of colors, didn't? Right. Didn't the man well, just tell you, "Don't give me neon, give me pastelly"? Well, I discussed it with him at the beginning, and um, I said to him, "It's hard to work off of that painting. It's just, it's just faded. The original is so deep and rich in color." And okay. he kept on coming in. And he saw what I was doing right up until the week right. before. So I and wasn't hiding. And then the hiding. day he leaves, he pays you yep. without reservation. He leaves, and according to you, he texts you. That was the hood that he picked I up. I see that you called yesterday. I had a problem answering not good reception on Fire Island. In any case, how'd your first weekend go with the hood on the car? This is you texting him on Tuesday, July 19th. Mm -hmm. Then he sends you a picture of the car with the hood up. And in caps, when will you be back at your shop? Need more of your business cards. I'll blow the smoke then. I will tell you, they can't stop taking pictures everywhere I go. The bikers came over to talk to me Sunday at OBI. Why are you saying that that was about the gold lettering? It's clearly about the hood art because you took a picture of it. That was in July. Yes. That's when I picked it Unlike up. Unlike what July. you said outside, which was, I compliment, I was telling him people were complimenting the work, meaning the gold lettering. That's not true. What people were complimenting and what you were telling him was just fab was in July, the hood. And then he, I think he's joking. We'll have to work out a commission. We'll say it's your donation for the greater cause, his kingdom. I'll put it all on your eternal credit card for your future. I think he was joking. Well, he wasn't, whatever, it doesn't matter. So now, you see what I have? I have your word against his word about what you approved. If you approved it, he didn't breach a contract. And it looks like you approved it when you pay the guy. And the only evidence of your correspondence with him after you pay the guy is jubilance. So that doesn't bode well for you. Have you gotten an estimate on the gold leafing, on repairing the gold leafing? Let me see that. Well, this is from uh, Jim Morris and Sons on Long Island. He does gold leaf for all the fire trucks. He, okay. That, that's his statement on what, how he feels, what went wrong with the gold leaf prior. My procedure to doing I guess for doing gold leafing lettering is to use wax and grease remover. I wipe the area down with mild powdered soap and water. I scrub and rinse the area with a paper towel. This provides a strong bonding for the gold size glue and decorative painted outline shades to adhere. I tested the, adhe the adhesion of the paint. That's where you and I see that it looked mm -hmm. like it was scratched off. And gold size with my fingernail. I was easily able to remove portions of it with my fingernail. I believe that if the surface was prepped correctly, it shouldn't come off that easily. That sounds pretty reasonable. What you paid for the gold leafing was 1800 right? Yes. Uh, you have a counterclaim against it for a dollar. <laughs> yes, Your Honor. Tell me about it. Um, I just feel like I'm being harassed. Um, he's always yelling. So How's a dollar going to fix that? Well, I didn't want anything, but the court says to me, has to be a monetary value. <laughs> So I said, make it a dollar. 
Um, all right. I agree with you that the evidence certainly looks like he was quite happy with the painting and then changed his mind about the colors. So that's on you, not on him. I'm more concerned about the gold leafing, okay? He has an estimate for redoing the gold leafing, which requires scraping off, I guess, what's already on there, because it's not adhering, you can't just paint on top of it, and then redoing it. And his estimate is for $2,200 on that. Well, first of all, that's very expensive. But uh, again, this is the first time I'm seeing that there's anything well, now coming you've heard, off. Now you've heard it. What, what do you have to say about it? Yeah, I think you acknowledge that the gold leafing shouldn't be coming off, and it is. Right. So what's going to happen is this. I am uh, on the mural aspect. I agree with you, and I am not ruling in your favor. I'm ruling in your favor. On the counterclaim for harassment, no. Your remedy is to win, okay? And on the gold leaf lettering, that is the portion of the lawsuit that I believe that you lose, based on what I was looking at. And I'm ordering the defendant to pay the plaintiff back the cost of the gold leaf lettering of $1,800 plus another $250 for the person who has to take a fingernail and scrape it off. That's yeah. my verdict. Good luck, folks. So the plaintiff is going to get money to repair the gold lettering. Mr. Kupfer, the defendant's just come out of the courtroom. Step right over here, sir. Obviously, she found in your favor as far as the mural goes. Yes. And you saw the lettering is starting to come off, so... Yes, it is. He's going to get the money to redo that. Well, any other thing you want to add? Uh, no, I think the, the, hearing, was, the hearing was pretty fair. Um, I, uh, I don't necessarily agree with everything that went on, but uh, it was pretty fair. Okay. Thank, Thank you very much. All right, sir. You're back here muttering something. What are you, oh, yeah, what are you saying? Uh, fake news. <laughs> no. Fake news. No, Believe me, me, fake what, news. What, what's your problem? I you, had many issues with that mural. I only took it because he did have it for six months, and I just wanted to back on my car so I don't drive a car without a yep, hood on. That cooked your goose, sir. You I know see, it did. You, you, I, I know. Mean, in court, that well, cooked I your did, goose. I so. tried to get along with the guy. I tried to do the right thing. I was very pleasant and patient with him, and he okay, promised me fine. when he took the car, he'd only have it for two months the most, and he did have it for six months. <laughs> You're going to hit yourself. All right. Well, look, you got the money now to repair yeah, the lettering. You're going to be that's okay fair. with it? That's good. Hey, it is what it is. And all don't right. forget, you tell the truth, the truth will set you free. And Very that's good. all that matters. The money don't even matter no more. Okay. It's about telling the truth. Okay. Very Adios. Good. Thank you very much. <laughs> Harvey? Okay, uh, Doug, simple premise that if you are dissatisfied with the job somebody does, you complain immediately. The longer you wait, the more you compromise your case. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Shaquana Watson-Harkness. She says she hired the defendant to fix her roof because it had a leak, and he seemed reliable and was licensed, so she paid him up front. The defendant did the work, but the leak was still there. She had to badger him to come back and fix it, which he finally did, but the thing still leaks. He promised he'd correct the problem once and for all, never showed up, and she had to hire someone else. She's now suing him for the $1,400 she paid him for doing nothing. 
This is the defendant, Michael. He says he put a new flat roof on the plaintiff's house, and a few months later she complained it was leaking. He went there on numerous occasions to fix the so-called leak, but no one ever answered the door. He left his card every time, and then the plaintiff just sued him out of the blue. Bottom line, she had another roofer come out and do the work for her, and now that voids his warranty, so he owes nothing. He's accused of being a drip. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to fix a roof leak and says he did a crappy job, but the defendant says he kept going back, but she was never there to let him fix it. It's the case of a bad case of the shingles. Thank you, Douglas. Shaquana Watson Harkness, you're suing Michael. You've asked us not to use your last name for $1,400, the cost of a roof that, according to you, continued to leak anyway. Tell me what happened. So the beginning of March 2016, I reached out to um, Michael concerning a leak I was having in the second bedroom of my house. And then he um, said basically that I needed a new roof because of the leak and everything else. So um, he gave me a quote for $1,400. So um, he came over on the 26th of March, 2016. He gave me a contract, which I have a copy of. May I see it? Yep. All right, then he does the roof. When does he do the roof? He does it on the 28th, two days of later. March. Yes. And he replaced the whole roof? Yes. All right, and you replaced it with what, sir? Um, a rubber roof. Say it again. Rubber. Rubber. All right, now, according to you, you the, the leak is right back where you started, which was yeah. when? Yeah. When did you notice a leak? The next day, actually, because it rained, and I actually had a bucket, and I can show you kind of the leak. Yeah, what are you gonna show me? Picture? So this is the actually, yes, a picture of the second bedroom where the leak was occurring. This is a more recent photo of it, um, but that's basically how it was looking. I have no idea what I'm looking at. Is so, that the ceiling? <laughs> yes, the ceiling, yes. That's the ceiling? Yep, that's the okay. inside picture. So, we so the ceiling hasn't been repaired? No, I haven't repaired it because I was having that leak. Okay, now that's fine. That's what you're mm -hmm. supposed to do. You're supposed to wait to see if the repair took before right. you repair the ceiling inside. Yep. yep. So when he does the work, according to you, there's the leak continues, and that's right. two days later. Right. And so, I have phone records to kind of support. And so you call him and you tell him you got to come back. You got to fix this. And yep. does he? No. He doesn't Ever. come back right away. When does he come back? <sighs> About a month later. Okay, and so for that month, what are you doing? Catching water in a bucket? Yep. Really? Yep. How many yep. times do you call him? Four or five times. Something and what's like he that. saying? He's well. A couple times he didn't get back to me. Um, then when I did connect with him, he said he'll come over. He don't. So then I get my husband involved because I talked to my husband about it, and he's thinking that okay, this guy is running the game on you. So then my husband you're a gets woman. Involved, Stand a woman. up, husband, because I noticed you got her running things. All right. So you call. Do you talk to him? Yeah. And what happens? What's he say? You know, he says he's going to come out and he's going to go back on the roof. And, and did stuff. he? Yes, he did. And then what happens? Does he supposedly patch it up? Supposedly he patches it up. All right. And when do you notice a leak again? A year later. Okay. And how did he give you a warranty on his work? Fifteen year. Fifteen year guaranteed warranty. All right. Yeah. So now a year later. When you know, you call him. I call him and said, the roof is still leaking again. Can you come out and look at the Not roof? Not still again. It's either still or again. It hasn't huh? leaked for a year, right? Huh? Is that correct, the, the that it did not leak for a year? It hasn't leaked for a year. All right, no. so you tell him the roof is leaking again. And was yeah. it leaking from the same spot? Yes. What the heck? When it wasn't leaking in April or May of 2016, you still didn't have the ceiling fixed? No. Nope. All right. 
When we plan on getting around and getting the scene. <laughs> to your home? Yes. yes. Aren't you worried critters are going to come in and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a long laundry list of things we want to do to the house. I'll say. Yeah. Because <laughs> if this isn't on the top of your laundry, of your honeydew list, yeah. I do not know what is. All right. So in any event, yeah. you call a year later. Mm -hmm. And do you have the phone records for that? Yes. All right. And um, he says, do you connect with him? Yes. And what's he say or do? First of all, he, he, he was ducking the calls. Then what does that mean? He was ducking like I was... No, I know what ducking the calls yeah. means. I mean, you conclude that because what? How many times did you call him? Called him about three or four times. All right. He never came out. And then according to you guys, you call him again after that? A text. We text. You text we him. Let me see the text. Uh, is it, does he answer your text? Nope. Nope. Okay. And then, Judge, every time that we called him, he would say, who is this again? Or... Uh, what's your address? Like, he didn't know who we were. Okay, so now on April 7th, you text him, I'll be expecting you tomorrow morning. I need you to come tomorrow. And then on April 7th, again, you text him, I've left you voicemail messages. I need you to repair the roof. I've called you a number of times. Please let me know what you plan to do. What's happening? Why aren't you answering these nice folks? Well, what happened was... What are you? You're the king of what? The king of roofing? King of the roof. The king of roofing? Well, they want to behead the king. Can so, I show you this before? It, yeah, what is that? What are you going to show me? This is my truck. Why do I want to see your truck? Because Unless you're going to drive that truck to their house to fix their roof like leak. Okay. Why am I looking at your truck? Because during the time she oh. called me... My, you had a problem with your truck? Yes, ma'am. What was the problem with your truck? The wheel had fell off my truck. Ah, oh, jeez. So I tried to get, um, get my wheel fixed, but people kept flim-flamming me. Oh, I hate when that happens. Right. That's exactly why they're suing you, because <laughs> right. they feel like you're flim-flamming them. But I came, I went to their house, and... Um, when did you go to their house? After I, got, I had got me another truck, and I went to buy their house, because it was a busy season, it was raining a lot, so I just... Okay, so it's of, raining, the dog ate your homework, it's your truck lost its wheels, apparently you can't figure out another way to get there, and well, what I else? was working with somebody else, and mm -hmm. I was helping them do the work, helping them do their work, Trying to make my money. How long do you suppose they need to wait for you to come and repair a roof? Well, I came over to the house and I'm not going to. When did you go to their house? Um, right after they called when me. When did you um, go to their house? I went to the house at, um, as soon as soon as they told me they had a leak. My dear, I can see from phone records that they started telling no, you they I had went, a leak on April 1st. But see, they don't they don't answer their door. They, I don't know if they'd be at work. I leave a card and they Why should I believe time. you when I can see from phone records that you don't return calls, that they had to stalk you for a week? I answer their calls and um, they, they just... And they what? They I got in cahoots with AT&T to make sure to it didn't show in. up? I need to come Show me in. proof that you answered their calls. Because I'm seeing proof that you didn't. I don't have no proof, but... Okay, but, now but show me proof she, that when, you went to their house. Did you ever see a business card left at your doorstep? No, As we saw it after... A couple of after, them. Stop. We saw it after the court called him. Oh, then yeah. you saw yes. it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> once a court no. case is going on, yes. then you saw yes. Hey, call me. All yes. right, all right. So he's saying, I kept going back, but she wasn't there, but she's got all these phone calls. Do you believe him? No, he should have called her, and then they would have not had that miscommunication. Well, she was calling him, but she's, he's saying, I kept going, I kept going. I, that, that he, that's a possibility. He probably did go over there. It's a possibility I could play in the NBA, but unlike... Yeah. What, what, what does he say, she say? And, I mean, there's no witnesses. How many times is she not going to be home, though? 
I mean, I mean, it's a good question, you gotta say, going inside the courtroom. Any way to prove, any See, witnesses, I, I, anything to prove that you bothered to lift a finger to I, honor your 15 yes, year guarantee before you got sued? I get so many calls for roofing, right? Okay, maybe you're in over your head. And that's why I asked her. Okay, but do you understand the saying, ah, I'm so busy? <sighs> no, I, I went to the house. That's not a defense. But I need to see it. I need to go inside to see what the leak coming in. Yeah, that means you need to actually do your job. I did. I do my job. But they what? never answered the door. I couldn't find I out what the leak was in. I don't believe you. I did it. You have no proof that you went there. You left no proof, according know, to them. I don't know. And there, the evidence corroborates them that they had to stalk you for a week before you returned a phone call. But, but, then you don't go there, and then you finally get frustrated because you can't keep living with a leak. Right. So what do you do? You hire someone else. And yeah. what's his response? Oh, hired someone else, voids a warranty. Yeah. <laughs> right? No, man. Isn't that what you said? No, I, I, I gave him a 15-year warranty. Right, and, and, and hiring I, someone else to do the job? Your, war your warranty wear out. No, no more good. Yeah, I'll be the judge of that. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Their warranty's good. I had a good warranty. You breached the contract by not honoring the warranty. They mitigated their damages by going out and getting somebody to repair it. What did you pay to repair it? Four seventy-five. Okay. Now, why are you suing for the entire cost of the entire roof if you paid somebody four seventy-five to fix it? Because I feel like since he gave us a fifteen-year guarantee, there shouldn't be any leaks. It's a brand new roof. Now, that the essence of a warranty is I'll fix something if something goes wrong. Things can go wrong. Right. So, I find that you are entitled to the $475 that you had to pay somebody else to repair it, plus, of course, your court costs, because okay. you're winning. Okay. Um, and I also find, specifically, that that was done to mitigate a breach on his part mm -hmm. of honoring the warranty mm -hmm. in a timely fashion. So that's still, that warranty is still in effect. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what you need to do, if there's another problem, and hopefully you won't have another problem, but if there's another problem, you call him first and you give him a chance to cure. You don't have to wait a month. Mm -mm. You don't have to wait a month. I think a week is reasonable. Mm -hmm. Because I think that what we have seen is that if he ain't calling you after a week, he is not going to call you. Right. Okay. That is my verdict. $475. Verdict for the plaintiff. Thank you. Well, here comes the defendant out of the case. What do you think about the judge's decision? Well, um, I've been had the house on warranty. I told him I'd come and fix it, but at the time I had so much other work I had to do, and I tried to get to the house to go inside to see where the leak coming in at. That's the only way I can f fix the well, roof if I can see where it's coming in at. Sorry about that. You rubber roof you put on? A yes, rubber sir. roof? Rubber roof. Boy, that's a new one on me. I've got to learn about the roofing business. <laughs> All right, Ms. watson Arthurs, how you feel about the outcome? You okay? Yes, yes, yes. I'm happy, vindicated. Justice was served today, so I'm very happy. Very good. <laughs> you smiling, you are good enough. Yes, well, congratulations. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. you're welcome. Harvey? Okay, Doug, look, it is always important when you hire a roofer or anybody else, don't pay them everything up front. Withhold some money, it incentivizes them to finish the job. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. 
This is the plaintiff, Irma Baltuck. She says the defendant's taking advantage of her daughter, and she's not about to stand by and let that happen. The defendant and her daughter rented a bug-infested apartment. Her daughter moved out, and now the woman's refusing to return the security deposit money. And she's here in the good name of justice, suing her for every penny of the $1,373.25 she deserves. This is the defendant, Erica Heisler. She says the plaintiff's her former best friend and ex-roommate's mother, and they had an agreement to share an apartment for a year. Unfortunately, the plaintiff's daughter was miserable, moved out after living there for just two weeks, and left her high and dry to pay the rent on her own. You can't just walk out on someone like that and then expect to get all your money back. She knows it, the plaintiff knows it, and so will the judge. She's accused of not playing nice. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff and her daughter rented from the defendant and says it was bug infested, but the defendant says the plaintiff's daughter is the villain here. It's the case of don't bug me. Thank you, Douglas. Irma and Alyssa Baltuck, you are suing Erica Heisler for $1,373.25 that you claim she owes from a, an arrangement your daughter had with her to rent a place together that didn't work out. Okay, let's hear from you first. What's going on? Uh, yeah, my daughter and Erica agreed to be roommates. How, how long had you and her daughter known each other? Over 20 years. Really? So the two of you agreed to live together, and she's living in Florida at the time? She's not living in Florida at the time. She was visiting Florida when, we, uh, when I came upon this apartment. Okay. When you come upon this apartment, she has left to you the ability to pick out which apartment because she took I off? Had uh, I had been looking for the apartments for the both of us. And when you found it, did you send pictures to Alyssa? That's correct. All right. And did she say, go for it? She did. All right. Now, your daughter, when do you first hear how much, like, your daughter comes to you for the money to get, to swing this, correct? Well, I had told her since they started looking that don't worry about it, I will help you and we'll... Get it out. So, right, so when knows. do you first hear, Mom, we found an apartment? When do you hear that? Uh, Alyssa said uh, that she'd like to see the apartment. Erica sent her some pictures, and it's difficult from pictures to exactly see what you're getting. We came back from Florida, and Alyssa was told that this had, you know, uh, Erica needed the money for uh, the rent, the one month's rent. Just a second, ma'am. You wrote a check for how much? $2,900. Right. So when you write a check for $2,900, it's pretty clear that your daughter okayed it, right? Uh, Where's yes, your daughter? I'm sorry? Where? I don't know how to make the... Did I stutter? Where uh, is your daughter right now? My daughter now? is not here right I noticed. Now. Yeah. Why is your daughter not here? Because originally, and what I was suing for was the money that I paid. Well, why don't you and, hit your daughter up for it? She's the one you loaned it to. Uh, I didn't loan it to her. I gave her as a, I gave it to her as a gift. Well, then why are you suing her for it? Your because daughter gave it to I her feel... as a down payment. See, here's what happens. You end up, it's only your name on the lease, correct? Correct. All right. And so then she moves in and she doesn't like it. What was her complaint? What was the problem? What was your daughter's complaint? Why didn't there, she like it? There were roaches, bugs in the apartment. The fact that the room that she had was a converted dining room into a bedroom. Wasn't she paying less rent because of that? Uh, that was the right. agreement. Your daughter was supposed was... to pay 800 and you were paying 1100 1100 Okay. And it, there was bugs. The uh, 
apartment was in a court and there were birds flying all over the place. So there was bird poop on all the windowsills, making it difficult kind of to open up a window if you wanted to get some air. Uh, the apartment itself wasn't the greatest apartment. Then don't rent it. But see, here's it what happens. You guys done. rent it, and then she wants to have no consequence as a result of her agreement. She moves out after how much time? Um, ex less than a month. And then when she moved out, were you two still friends at that point? Yes. Okay. We're, we're, we're estranged. I, she's a person in my life for 20 years, so it's not like I'm... We will speak eventually. You it's think? It's just her mother's right suing now. You. Yeah, and that's her mother, but that's not You think not it's her. all her mother? She's not sitting here right now. I noticed. Is she? No, yeah. I noticed. Okay, does this mother have a dog in this fight? What do you say? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? No, not No, at all. I don't think so. Why? It's it's the daughter's issue. It's the daughter's issue. You buying that? No, it's it's a gift. Once you give a gift, it kind of goes into the wind. So it's not your thing anymore. Once you give it to somebody else. Yes. Can, if the mother sat at home and watched people court, she would know better. You know, I feel precisely, precisely the same way. That was that's the most incisive thing of the day. Okay, going inside the courtroom. So you end up re-renting to someone else. Correct. And that someone else pays you a security deposit, and what do you do with that? I, I give it back to her. <laughs> to who? To Alyssa. Since Alyssa was the one who handed me the money, I handed it back to her. I've canceled checks if you'd like to see it. How much was the entire security deposit for that place? One month's rent, $1,895. So were you guys splitting the security deposit? Correct. All right. So that means that what she should have gotten was half of that, which is 900 and what? 947.50. And how much did you return instead of that? $726.75. What accounts for the missing 227.75? That is for the first month's rent of the garage. Is that something that you were charged? Correct. Did you end up using the garage? No, that was used by Alyssa. Okay. So what you did was write a check for the 700 and something dollars which you felt was fair to give her back because you now had another roommate and you were able to handle second month on out. But I imagine that it must have been pretty distressing to think for a moment that you might end up living alone there and having to handle the whole nut. That's correct. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, Ms. Baltuck. Um, what, what would be your legal theory on why your daughter should have a consequence-free life like this? Where she See, there's two contracts going on. One is the contract with the landlord. Your daughter's not even on that one. The landlord can't go sue your daughter. But the second contract is a verbal contract with her friend, where she says, give it a go. Here's the check. Let's get the place. I'll live there for a year, which your daughter breached. But why should my daughter or me or anyone pay for broker's fee that they're not happy in an apartment that has roaches, that the Let me building get, I want, you, I want you to work with me here a second. So your daughter sees an apartment, she likes it, and she rents it. And then she decides she doesn't want to live there. You think a broker's giving your daughter back a broker's fee? That's the decision that you make before you rent a place. If you decide to go to Florida and you're having a good vacation and nobody wants to take JetBlue back to go look at the place before you make a big, fast, couple thousand dollar decision that's supposed to last a year, that's on you. That's on you guys. If you delegate the authority to her, which is very clear, everybody's saying, yeah, we looked at it, we saw pictures, we liked it, we went, we went for it. 
Now you don't like stuff that's going outside the four walls of the apartment? You don't like that birds poo? <laughs> Come on. Well, first of all, that apartment I don't even need to even... see a verdict for the defendant. And all I can say is, although it sounds like Alyssa, how old are you guys? I'm 33, she's 34. Are you kidding me? Okay, look, I, listen, I live very enmeshed with my mother too, and I'm hoping to completely enmesh in my three myself <laughs> in my three daughters' life. Alyssa is trying to break away the best she can on this topic if she stayed away today, all right? Um, so I hope your friendship is able to be repaired. Thank you. At some point. Verdict for the defendant on the plaintiff's claim. Well, the plaintiff is not able to prove her case in court. Ms. Baltuck, what do you think of what the judge just told you? Her what decision? do I think? First of all, I wasn't even given a great opportunity to speak. So that, that getting <laughs> about all of that, that what would I have said? <laughs> I would need an hour. Do you have an hour? No, I don't so have an hour. So then let's, you know. Okay. That's the door. Here comes Erica now, the defendant. You know, I'm, I'm intrigued to wonder, is Alyssa aware of this lawsuit taking place? Do you know? I believe she's aware only because I made her aware you did. through friends. Okay, I, and the judge said she hopes you can repair this friendship. It I would seem so to me you, you feel the same way, don't you? I feel so, I, I, I do. Yeah, okay. Well, look, it worked out. You know, now I can de-stress. De-stress? You'll feel better? Hopefully. Okay, congratulations. Yes. All right, thank, thank you very much. Thank Hope you. things work out. Harvey? You know, Doug, I gotta say, it is really mature of the defendant to say that she can get past this with the plaintiff's daughter and they can become friends again. We don't see that a lot in the people's court. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.